0: My name is Richard Covington, and welcome back to Dialysis Diaries. Today I wanted to talk to you, not from a scientific perspective or a medical perspective, um, but from, I guess, a psychological perspective, um, mentally, about the decisions that you make in regards to your dialysis. Many of us whether by circumstance or by medical condition get on dialysis because we want to live. Um, We go through the Indignity sometimes of being, in a sense, subservient to other people um, the dialysis text, the nurses, the doctor, whomever um, even for some of us who are doing it at home family and friends, and those who help us with our dialysis. If we're doing it at home on our own, or you're to yourself because you're doing everything yourself, <clears throat> dialysis. And I've said this before, it's very isolating. Um, Whether you choose to accept that or not is your own decision to make. But there was a question asked on a Facebook page about, do you have to get a transplant? Or can you just live your life on dialysis? And... i say to anyone who's considering this debate to speak with your doctor. Um, because there's a lot of drawbacks to deciding just to stay on dialysis because everything that's wrong with you, for the most part, <clears throat> dialysis slows some of those things from continuing. Um, But your kidneys will continue to shut down or not work depending on your personal situation. And that affects your heart because dialysis is pumping blood through your body um, constantly in in the cleaning process. It's pumping blood to and from your body. Um, If you don't go dialysis a few days, you get extra fluid that fully leaks into your lungs that creates a different problem but all of these medical issues relate to the dialysis um while you're on dialysis you're if you're a hemo patient you're going to be poking product that's going to happen if you're on pd you're going to be connected to your tube um, draining and, and filtering your, your, your body in a different way, but still in a way. But the bottom line is, if you choose to live your life on dialysis, the things that you <clears throat> are frustrated with now, you continue to be frustrated with them. Um, whether you're at home or in the center, or even if you flip-flop, there are different drawbacks to each. There's no perfect dialysis existence everything has its pitfalls and, and, and triumph. I said before, I was a patient at a clinic called Next Stage. And it was for a year and a half, almost two years, the greatest experience I've had as a dialysis patient from a medical perspective. Um, the team there cared They would sit down and talk to you when they had any concerns or issues. Um, They shared encouragement as I left. Um, Happy to see me when I walked in. It really was a place where, as a dialysis patient, you could build your own self-worth there. Because I really felt like I was somebody. And being on dialysis can be very isolating and very lonely at times. But for that time, I was able to build a confidence in myself. And I'm sure it it helped with the therapy I was doing at the same time. It was a good combination. But I was able to put my life into a perspective that I've been able to keep as I've had to leave. Because they closed. And. Will I be on dialysis. In 20 or 30 years. Hopefully one I'll still be alive. But two if I am. Hopefully it's because. I've done the transplant thing. And for whatever reason. It didn't didn't work out. I want to get a transplant. Bottom line. Because I want to be able to do the things. That I can't. Or, or I have difficulty doing now. Again. Um, I. Definitely want to move in that direction. But should. Whatever reason I can't or don't. I have to live my life. As healthily as I can. Um, I have to eat as well as I can. I have to. Um, <clears throat> Take my medicine as best I can. Those are the things you have to do in order to sustain your life. So to those of you who are making, who are deciding this or having this conversation or even thinking about it. If you choose not to go for the transplanting option. Then you have to listen to your doctors in regards to how to live medicines to take, and exercise, eating better. Because you want to be comfortable and you want to be able to have a happier existence. Being on dialysis can really rip at you emotionally. But I believe all of us have the ability to live better and more healthfully and I don't know if that's a word uh, but more healthy and in doing so we can make emotional and sometimes physical improvements to our lives to make sure that we're able to be happier I know our existence is one that sometimes we We get angry, we get frustrated, we get mad because we're not who we were and we're not able to do everything that we could do before. Um, I've seen people upset that they couldn't have a drink when they wanted to have a drink, not alcohol, but just anything um, because of their fluid restrictions. And that's another thing. Your fluid restrictions will affect you as well. If you're always coming in over, that's affecting your heart. That's making your heart work harder, and then there's heart issues that'll be that'll come to that. So you have to make sure that your cholesterol's right, and you, you have, you're taking your blood pressure meds. And remember that even the medicines you take have some type of uh, uh, consequence. Um, <clears throat> There's some medicines that affect the kidneys. Some medicines that affect other parts of the body. For whatever reason. But everything has a a consequence to it. Good and bad. But we must remember. That it's a choice that we make. And if we choose to get a transplant. There's the probability or the uh, option or or consequence of that. That. Your transplant may not work or it may work for some years and then go back down. Um, there's always a risk to everything. I've seen people who've been transplanted come back into center. And it's very, a very humiliating feeling I get from them. And I think that's more them than anyone else because I don't feel that they're humiliated by any stretch I feel bad for their situation but I, I'd rather go in center and be upset for a couple hours that I'm there than to not and deal with the consequences of not showing up for dialysis of not taking the steps I live my life very much so As if I'm not a dialysis patient. I don't do everything I need to do. But I try to live my life and go out, have fun, spend time with my family. As if dialysis is just not a a part of my life. Not because there's anything wrong with it. But I want to, I try to compartmentalize things in my life. Now, I may be totally wrong, and if I am, please, someone share with me. But I try to compartmentalize things so that things don't bleed on one another. You know, when I come home and I'm feeling bad, my wife will ask me, how you doing? How's everything going? And my mom asks me, you know, I'm the type of guy, I'm okay. And I may not be. But I don't want every conversation to be... Oh, you're feeling bad again? Oh, poor baby. I mean, those things kind of, they they become almost like uh, a crying wolf at times with people. So I try not to overdo it in regards to things. If I'm tired, I'm tired. So I want to make sure that my life is as good as it can be given the conditions that I'm in right now. And I tell you, 10 years ago, I had all the money I could want and I was still broke because mentally I wasn't appreciating and respecting my situation. One thing that dialysis taught me is that I could live live my life on a shoestring budget if I wanted to. And I pray that when God blesses me with another opportunity to work, I will remember that so that I can live better than I did before. But being on dialysis, again, is not a death sentence. It's it's an inconvenience. It's a thing that you have to deal with. And I do my four hours and I leave. And regardless of my physical or mental abilities, it's just a piece of who I am, but not all of who I am. again thank you for listening my name is richard covington this has been dialysis diaries thank you so much and have a great day